As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Keith Parrish to look at the offseason for another few teams in the league. And uh, we're going to do the Miami Heat first, Keith. And if you just take a glance at their summer, uneventful comes to mind uh basically they lost pj tucker and that's about it well i think they're in a holding pattern dave i think they're well aware of some of the talent which is rumored to be available and in the absence of other opportunities they're like you know what we were the one seed in the east last year and there might be a chance we could get a big name guy let's just sit around and wait and see if that happens Worst case scenario, we'll basically run it back with a team that was very good. And Duncan Robinson maybe is better next season. So, you know, uh, maybe you don't miss P.J. Tucker as much. I, I seem to think that... Uh, well, they do. They I mean, y- y- you make a joke, but it's there's like there's, there is uh, an avenue where, with internal growth, that they, they do have a, actual a lot of improvement. Like Duncan Robinson, who fell out of favor in the playoffs, sure. But like a guy like Victor Oladipo who wasn't available last regular season. We saw him in the postseason. We saw some shades of, oh, all right, Victor Oladipo getting back in the rhythm. And then even like Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year, more of a regular season player. But if he can become one of those 16 game players, like there's still room in his game to grow. So when you have that baseline of Adebayo and Butler and Kyle Lowry, and then you have all the rest of the guys, they can get better. Well, speaking of Kyle Lowry and growth, let's go with the opposite of growth. Kyle Lowry been in the gym, been working out, uh, buying into the heat culture after a season where, you know, he had some injury issues, and I think that really hampered him come playoff time. He is older, but one of the things that comes up every time you talk about Kyle Lowry's age is that early on in his career, he didn't pick up a lot of heavy miles. You know, he was splitting time. He was a part-time starter, and and so people tend to lean on that. Now, I'm not one of those people, Keith. I think that old basketball players, when they start falling apart, they tend to start falling apart in other places as well. And especially when you get hamstring injuries and lower uh, extremity 
injuries, they usually compound. Are you expecting Kyle Lowry to be the Kyle Lowry that we think of, which is really Kyle Lowry two or three years ago, not the last couple of seasons? Because he hasn't really right. been that great the last couple of seasons. You know, it's hard to judge him. Obviously, in the postseason last year, not up to his normal standards, probably injury-related. In the regular season, he was a big factor for why they won so many games. It, maybe it wasn't like peak Toronto Kyle Lowry, and I guess there is a path for him to get back there. I'm not going to say he can't, but I also think this team, they've proven even when he's not there, I'm not going to say it's plug and play, but like Gabe Vincent just stepped forward and was suddenly good. They have a lot of just different options that they can turn to. I do think, though, in the absence of a Kevin Durant trade, in the absence of maybe another, like, uh, I don't know, something else that's a big move, they do need, though, Kyle Lowry to get closer to if it is hitting the gym, getting that Miami Heat culture, getting that uh, that body mass index right where it needs to be. But, like, you know, they need him to to be elite, to be all-star level, to have that that extra cog, that extra element alongside Jimmy Butler, alongside the scoring of Hero, uh, that can keep them at the top of the conference. I think Jimmy Butler is a top 10 or 12, however you want to split hairs. He, he's in the upper crust of the league. Um you know, he was incredible in the playoffs for them. And he ran out of juice in the series against the Celtics, which, of course, he did because he was the only guy out there on the team. You know, the our, our lasting image from this playoff run of Jimmy Butler is going to be that missed three. But the guy carried him to that point. And, and so one of the big things when, I, when I'm looking at Lowry is he's got to help not only come playoff time, but he's going to have to contribute during the regular season. This team, you know, you mentioned Tyler Hero might be a regular season player. Um he's not necessarily a, a 50 win 55 win regular season player. You need Kyle Lowry to be the, the general on the floor and you're going to need him. I think upwards of 65, 70 games. Of course they're likely to load manage it is the Miami heat. But another guy that Jimmy Butler needs some help from is bam out of bio. Now, whether he's on the team or not come, come training camp, come regular season time remains to be seen there. There are roadblocks that prevent him from being included to Brooklyn uh, just in a straight-up trade for for Kevin Durant, you know, because Ben Simmons is there. But if he's on the team, they need a a better version of Bam. They need the Bam that was promised to us, Keith. Well, I feel like with the addition of Kyle Lowry last year, it's possible that it took a little bit of that playmaking off of Bam's plate. We saw him maybe passing the ball a little bit more in, in previous seasons. And so, like, maybe there was some like the pieces didn't perfectly fit or it wasn't that ideal fit because Kyle Lowry was just having the ball out of Bam's hands. I don't know if that resulted in a lesser version of Bam. We still saw the def the defense from him where if he would have played more games, it's very possible he could have won defensive player of the year. And so like if he can play closer to 70 games or 75 games as opposed to, uh, I think I'm looking at, yeah, see, he played 56 last year. You know, they will have that improvement, but they're also, they're asking a ton of him. With with P.J. Tucker not being there, that front court is incredibly light. And I don't know if it's going to be, is Jimmy Butler going to size up? Is Caleb Martin going to be asked to bang bodies down in the post? Like, they need a ton from Bam because when he's out, then it becomes extremely uh, barren in the front court. Well, it depends on how you feel about Omer Yurtsevin, who is well, going to miss Eurobasket <laughs> now, um, and I don't know why necessarily. Uh, this guy's young. He probably should play there. But, you know, if, if Yurtsevin is going to get big minutes, Deadman was decent for him. Uh, does Bam slide down from time to time? 
I mean, are they gonna are they gonna make Haslam play? Is is Udonis Haslam actually gonna play? I mean, I don't. I think that is the big question mark for this Heat team. I think they have a lot of options on the wing. You you can hope for you know like. Max Struess had a great year. He started in the postseason for him. You know, you always have the hope of Duncan Robinson returning. You got Caleb Martin who can play almost every position. But it's just that front court. It's it's saying, like, we're depending on Deadman and Yurtsevin if Bam is not available. And then, like, what if you play a team that goes Twin Towers? What if they have to face, I don't know what the team, the exact team is, but, like, what if they're playing the Timberwolves and you got cat and go bear. Like who, who's garden? Who, if, if it's just bam out there, you know, that, that is for me, at least the big question mark for this team with PJ Tucker moving on. What do they do in the front court? This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets. Keith, I think they've had a pretty productive offseason. In a, in a non-productive year for a lot of teams, I, I have to say, if you can sign the two-time reigning MVP to a five-year, $264 million max contract. It's a rare scenario where the guy spending all the money won, the team spending all the money won, the player getting all the money won. It's a win-win. If you were grading them, you could give them an A just for that. I think that's a fair reading. If you go big picture, maybe we get caught up in the minutia too much when we're grading off seasons as far as like, I didn't like this little move. I don't like this little move. If you just say, hey, big picture, you kept around the two-time MVP and you locked him up. Yeah, that that is a job well done. I don't know if, I, if that is good enough to give me a, a, a full-blown A because I do think... Like, I like some of the stuff they did, but too often it seems like their moves come down to concerns over luxury tax or we're trading we're trading Jermichael Green contracts away. Oh, what are you getting back for that first-round pick you included? Nothing. We're getting luxury tax relief. We're not actually getting an on-the-court helper. We're not getting someone who's going to be catching passes from Jokic, who's going to be making Jokic's life easier. I mean, maybe you could say... Because you cut luxury tax, you're able to pay him, but that's not my problem. I'm more concerned about the on-court. Well, they did make other moves. They they made a trade. Yep. They got Contavious Caldwell-Pope. They signed Bruce Brown, who I think as a cutter off-ball from Jokic can be fantastic. Um, this gives them a little bit of a defensive punch that they haven't had in previous years. I think Contavious Caldwell-Pope, underrated player, under, underrated as a 3 and D guy, Um playing with Jokic where he's going to get a ton of catch and shoot opportunities. He's a decent cutter. He's not a great cutter like Bruce Brown is. Um, but defensively gives you a guy that you can pair with Jamal Murray who can guard. And and Bruce Brown, obviously, we know what he does off the bench. I mean, the guy is a six foot two center who can guard one through four. I mean, he's pretty good player. So I, I would I would argue bringing in those two guys. Big moves, Keith. They are big moves. I agree with you there. I do think this Nuggets team 
not even counting the return of their injured guys. I do think they got better this season as much as if I could take umbrage with them being overly concerned about financial matters. Yeah, I love the addition of Bruce Brown. You call Contavious Caldwell-Pope underrated. I always maintain no one who's won a title in the Lakers can be underrated. It's physically impossible, Dave. Everyone saw him play. Um, but he's good. He's a good fit. He's a good match on this team. They should be able to play defense much better. I mean, this is a team last year that like had to depend on, I don't want to insult players, but like they had Compazzo and Austin Rivers. Like, playing huge minutes in the playoffs. So yeah, that like that that is an improvement. And then of course, like the huge story, you get back Jamal Murray. Hopefully you get back Michael Porter Jr. Even if you don't get back a fully 100% Michael Porter Jr., we're all assuming this far removed from the ACL, the knee injury, that, that Jamal Murray is going to be normal. It's going to be himself. And so having Jamal Murray, having Contavious Caldwell-Pope in the backcourt, having... Bruce Brown is another cutter and defender and a guy who can knock down wide open shots. I think this Nuggets team is really poised to make a leap. Yeah, if Michael Porter Jr. is healthy, this could be the best team in the West. It, hands down. And I don't necessarily mean they go to the finals, but I mean they could be the one seed. They, they're going to score like crazy. And, you know, they, they lose Monte Morris, who is just a steady hand off the bench. They lose Will Barton, who was a very important playmaker for them. But you mentioned getting back Jamal Murray that's actually their biggest off-season acquisition to me is that you're going to have a healthy, that far removed from the knee injury, Keith. I, I think that's a great point that you made. Usually it's like year two that a guy start to look normal where this will basically be year two for Jamal. So there should be no need to ramp up. I mean, he should come out of training camp looking pretty much 100%. Right. And even like the loss of Monte Morris, like you get Ish Smith, who, if he suits up, we assume he's going to, going to set that record for uh, having played on the most teams ever for any player. But like, Ish Smith is a competent, quality NBA backup. This this team got so well, third much... third guard on this team. He's, yeah, he's he got so much deeper. Guard. And even Bones Highland, who like was forced maybe to do too much last year, now it's just the rotation makes a little bit more sense. You need some... Instant offense, great. Put bones in. You need some shutdown, some some three a D. You got KCP to close the games for you. And like, I'm looking at this as someone who really enjoys watching the Nuggets play. Michael Porter Jr., I agree with you. If he's healthy, this is possibly the best team in the West. But he's almost, he's honestly, I'm thinking of him as like a luxury. Like, if that guy's back, oh yeah, look out. This team's going to be awesome. If he's not back or if he's limited, and I, I have those concerns because like I lived through the Chandler Parsons era in the Grizzlies, and I heard like, oh yeah, he's 100%. He's 100% all offseason. It's like, listen, let's just wait till the games happen and then let me see what's going on. So like, you know, if he's healthy, yeah, he's going to start along with, with Aaron Gordon and they're going to be unbelievable. If he's limited, he can still probably be a bench contributor and, and like maybe start Bruce Brown or something. Like this team is going to be, I think, very, very good this year and they have that, that upper ceiling outcome where they end up as the best team in the West. I cling to that nine-game sample we got post-Harry <laughs> sure. Gordon trade, and I just think about that team quite often. Uh, any opinion on the signing of DeAndre Jordan? I think he's good for the vibes. I think he's a vibes guy. He's a proven vibes guy. Uh, people like having him around. And also, by the way, I'm, I know the Miami Heat are hoping for a Durant trade. I mean, DeAndre Jordan's on the Nuggets. Can you imagine Durant and Jokic on the same team? Unreal. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Keith, let's get out of here. Ding, ding. Ding, ding.